Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Should he pump the brakes? Your nipples won't be showing. Your nipples won't be showing. The Italian hand gesture from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. It's John and Lance. Tuesday morning, everybody. John and Lance, along with Dell, here with you for the next three hours on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Okay, stop with the nipple show. show. Okay, that, it's out of context. He's taken. He, he does it. He does it every morning. Every morning, he's got a, a clear in our throat, which we don't do anymore. Never do anymore. I mean, it'll be me, you, and Dana at one point. To, at some point, just this morning. ridiculous. Me, you, and Dana in the same segment. How about that? Throat clear. The, the uh, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame of throat clears. Okay, so the Texans are now one step closer to the top seed in the AFC. Wow. You know what? I hadn't thought about yeah, that. Yeah, well, you should think about yeah. that. Because they're uh, basically, well, here's the pr- biggest problem. And it ain't Kansas City. The biggest problem is Baltimore. Baltimore beat you. They got the and they're up. and 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 they're eight and three. They're they're also a game up on you because they haven't had their bye yet. Yeah, we're gonna need some. Uh, well, even if they're eight and four, um, what do you? What's your record right now? Six and four. Yeah. Oh, they're eight and three. Yeah. So yeah, I guess you could be seven and four. Yeah, you're gonna need some help to yeah. get to the number one. Seed. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta to get to the number one seed. You're gonna have, you need a little help, but it's there, Baltimore. I mean, they're winning some games. There's, there's no reason they can't lose a couple of games down People the stretch here. People truly believe you're saying this. I am saying this. I'm really... People re- truly believe that you're saying the one seed. Do you know you were in a Your death fight on. with the Cardinals? Yeah. Yeah, the Cardinals. So, oh, you mean the team that beat the Cowboys? <clears throat> you lost to Carolina. And they didn't even have Kyler Murray? So okay. You're okay. talking... So when you say the Ravens could lose some games... That's that goes for the Texans You're two too. Two and two against the NFC yeah, South. You, oh, maybe they'll. Uh, you don't know. You don't know that. You don't know that they're going to lose some games. I mean, why? I, mean, I, I, I don't know how Cleveland. I'm so pissed that we're gonna, not going to get the pick. I thought we were going to get with Cleveland. They have won two games with with PJ Walker at the helm and one with uh, with Thompson Robinson. Three wins with these with these two guys. Mm-hmm. Like I. We should have a much better pick than instead the Browns are right there with, with the Texans in terms of playoff stuff. Like, what are the Browns doing here? Get out of here. We're still going to have a better record than the Browns. So all of our talk about why didn't they trade? And, and, and here's the deal. Why didn't they trade the Browns pick instead of their own? Because they're going to be worse. You know, if you to trade. I assume them, they will be. I mean, their defense just doesn't allow much. So, well, but here's the deal is if you'd have done that on draft day and you'd have traded the Browns pick. Because yeah. then you would have just been been admitting that you're not a good football team. Well, yeah, because you would say you would be saying, "Listen, we think we're going to be think wor- we think we're going to be worse than the Browns." You think it had anything to do with the Texans? That was Arizona asking for that pick. 
Arizona's not stupid. Arizona's like, we'll take the Browns pick, not you. Or we'll take your pick, not the Browns. Well, no, you say, no, 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 we'll give you the Browns pick. We ain't give, we ain't well, that ain't how it worked. I but if you. you do that, though, and you know what? They were right not to do it. Well, I don't think it's not to do it. I don't think they said, we're not trade. We're not giving you a, a – Oh, we're giving you our pick. We're not giving you the Browns. I don't think it was their choice. I think Arizona's the one making those demands. Listen, Arizona, they were on the clock. Arizona was bullying the Texans I, the whole I don't want to say a bad word. Arizona really, really, really screwed the Texans on that deal. I mean, oh, yeah. the 13th, Which word the, 13th wanna... the 33rd, and first uh, next uh, year. They did a lot. They It was what? What? But, you know, they did it. We, we, let's you let's could say it have, again. There was some room for negotiation. They did there. it, though, for C.J. Stroud. But. I get it. I, I know that CJ was drafted second, but they had to do that to lighten the the to lighten the well to oh, potentially lighten, lighten the load. It's just Arizona didn't play that game. They said, "No, nope, we're gonna if this is the guy you want, Will Anderson, we're gonna make you pay the same as you would for a quarterback." And Arizona, I give I give Monty Austin for it a lot of credit. They did a really they did a really good job of maneuvering around that draft. They had a great draft uh, in terms of how they maneuvered it, but the Texans they still ended up getting their guy. They got their guy. They yeah. got both their guys. Yeah, they yeah. got both their guys. No, I, I understand that. But but my point being, you couldn't have traded away the Browns pick because you would have been admitting that your you were worse than the Browns. No, that's not. Yeah, it yeah. does. It, it wasn't a Texans call. That's the Browns. Well, if it, it's Arizona's call, it, you could have negotiated, Lance. And some a lot of times they you, they, you, you trade the other team's pick. The team a lot of times you pick you Sean, trade the other team's on. pick. A, a lot. Yeah, Deshaun Watson coming back, one of the elite defenses. You've been the worst team in football in Even three years. Still, you think the Texans made that decision because we believe we're better than the Browns? No, we There's believe no we don't want to. We don't want to admit that we're not. That's it do, why it doesn't matter about admitting. You just do what's best for the team. What's best for the team would have been trying to give away Cleveland's pick and keep your own because realistically you're going to have a worse record and realistically and realistically you're but you, not. But you've outplayed your Vegas total. You yeah. wouldn't even fire on the over right after your drive for five. Well, you were because I've done it. it too many times. I've, I've I know been, you were scared too. No, I wasn't scared. I was. I was. You sick were scared. Of I said last year I will never bet the Texans over they, again. They're already and over, I, and I held. And I, you know what? I don't regret it. They're already over. You don't? No, it's free I don't money. It. It'd I be free money it. today. No, no, I don't regret it. I don't regret it you at all. You should. Yeah, you had no faith in these Texans. No, I always I, that's believed. not it. I I, forget, I believed in the quarterback. I, I believed in not, everything. I said I would not bet them again, and I'm not ever going to do it. Okay, ever, ever bet the Texans over again because then it disgusts me. Okay, <laughs> I don't believe when you. I lose. You're when I lose, you're Mister Over for, for hometown teams. Yeah, I am. Well, I'm going to still root for them, even though you're known as a hater. I'm not going to put my money on it anymore. I don't. I don't give my, them my money anymore. After twenty years of giving them my money, are you trying to get your tickets back? I am not. I am not. You can't actually. You can't. You gotta. You gotta buy another PSL. I know. Isn't I, it? Ain't, I ain't doing that. Don't they give you credit for having one? Previously? No, they don't give you any credit at all. Uh, so anyway, here we are in the midst of like, wh- where are the Texans' position right now? After listen, that right there. It, tell people what you're. Va- Valdez Scantling dropped the potential game-winning touchdown on a on a beautiful pass. Maybe a it was it wasn't right in his bread basket. Beautiful but it was pass. right out. It was per, it was it was great. the leading pass. It was nothing, a you don't great drop pass. that except that I went back to my scouting report because I thought I remember that and I put has trouble making you know with his ball skills down the field. This has been an ongoing issue for him dating back to college. Usually those don't change and it hasn't changed for him. He's got six drops this year. On throws of thirty or more, well, he six drops on thirty plus plus throws, 
But he wasn't the only one. I mean, it was drops galore on Monday Night Football yesterday. Well, it's drops galore all season for them. Yeah. They lead the league. Do you know how many? Justin Watson. That should have been a first down on that fourth forever. That was a first down and Justin Watson Watson. drops. And Kelsey dropped one right before he caught the fourth down pass. Do you know what they score in the second half this year, Kansas City? What? What's their average uh, points per second half? Oh, well, they've been... uh, According to Andrew Siciliano, they have now been shut out in the second half for three consecutive games. Yeah, and they haven't since October twentieth. They haven't scored a second. Just a month ago, a month ago, they haven't scored because they had a buy. But what is there? How many points per game in the second half for the well, Chiefs? I mean, based on a bunch of zeros, I say like eight points a game. Five point nine. Wow. They hit. You know how many points they have in the fourth quarter this year? How Total many? points. How many? Total points. Ten games. Nineteen. I'm telling you 19 now, points in the fourth this quarter. Is, you know, so Jalen Hurts is starting to lock into the MVP. Um, I I don't, I personally think, I mean, he's a guy who's finding ways to win. So you always have one of two things. You have Lamar gets credit for having uh, his, he just wins. Yeah. People don't like looking at stats. They just say he just wins. Then you look at guys with stats and you say, look at the, you know, look how dominant this is. Then you can say, well, he is valued to the team with Tyreek Hill, right? Jalen Hurts really gives you all those things. He gives you pretty good stats on run pass. He's a winner. His value to the team is undeniable. I mean, Jalen Hurts checks all three of those boxes. Yep. Jalen Hurts is going to be the MVP. This is clearly not one of Pat Mahomes' best years. No. Although he's not getting a lot of help from receivers. It's clearly not one of his best. You know, did you notice after watching CJ Stroud all the time, you really become you really are aware of off-target throws that are easy throws and guys like Mahomes will do that sometime. He'll make a throw, especially when it's wide, that just is off-target for no reason to be off-target. CJ Stroud almost never does that. If he's got time to throw and his feet are set, it's going to be right here in the frame. He's yeah. going to make on-frame throws. A lot of other quarterbacks just don't do that. That's why that's what makes CJ so rare is that everything is there on top of you as long as he's got time to throw and his feet are good. Yeah. It's going to be right there. And you can't say that. I mean, Burrow's the same way. Brock Purdy, well, yeah, Brock's pretty good at it. Uh, Drew Brees used to be fantastic at it. Um but Mahomes is not necessarily that. No, well, but he's he's got the fantastic plays that make up for it, the plays that nobody else can make. And, and CJ you know what? will CJ's, never be a – he'll never make – I don't think he's ever going to be that guy. Did you hear the huddle before the Tank Dell? I'm going deep. Order? I'm going deep. Yeah, but he did point – did you see yeah. CJ points him yeah, in that right, direction? Right. So, yeah. But I did hear that. I thought that, like, it didn't match the route necessarily, but – I mean, it is what happened. Right. Well, Tank did go deep. Well, if I, I don't know if it wasn't for the scramble and the point, you know, he was heading to the post, so he was still heading deep. He just he just changed his route, and when CJ told yeah, him he had a scramble corner, route, yeah. yeah. When CJ started scrambling, CJ went. Uh, CJ pointed to the corner. Then 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 Tank, man, you want to talk about the ability to change direction on a dime? Tank Dell is fantastic. He doesn't miss. He doesn't slow down at all. Like he doesn't his change. Usually a change of speed, a change of direction, you're going to lose a little speed. Yeah. Tank doesn't lose any Nothing. speed. Nothing. That's why he's his separation so elite. Yeah. Um, we have got uh, a lot to talk. We haven't even touched on the Rockets. Just how many? How many in a row now? They've lost to Golden State. 
Oh. 12? Yep. 12. Three straight losses. You you went 0 3 on your West Coast trip. So and there was a bit of a there was a bit of a mix up well, a change up in the fourth quarter last night that we'll talk about on the other side right here on ESPN. May I ask the question again? What's that? If you do not win road games, can you be a good basketball team? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. How about yep. the, the league screwed you? How? The league screwed you with your three out of four nights after you got four days off against uh, uh, the top teams in the West. You mean after the league just gave you an extended homestand that you took advantage of? Yeah. Yeah, they screwed you. Three of the top four teams in the West. Let's mix it up, League. What? The Rockets are slump busters. Adam Silver does not want to see the Rockets. Wait a minute. Did you say three out of the top four teams in the West? This is the oldest trick in the book, Adam. Three out of the top four teams in the West? The Rockets Oh, wow. He gives you seven early in the year when the games don't matter as much. Don't you follow baseball? Listen. These games don't matter. Just because Golden State had lost six in a row. Just because the, the Clippers only had three wins on yeah, the year, the Rockets are just the, because there doesn't matter. Slump busters, yeah. what the Rockets are. No, wow, no, what? absolutely not. Wow, what else would you call them? Wow, yeah, competitive. If you look at Boban, Boban, yeah, Te- no, not that. I'm talking about the fact, not the Mark Grace thing specifically. Oh. I'm talking about the fact that if you need a win. Bring the Rockets in. Well, no. it used to be that case, but if you need a cover, don't bring the Rockets in. Yeah. Because they make it hard to cover the point spread. How about that? Because they're competitive this year. How about that? Bet the Rockets. If you bet the Rockets every game, you'd be you'd be have some yeah, money in your pocket. Right yeah. Now, yeah. You'd be ahead. Uh I'll let's check. talk right now about Chastang Ford. You'll be ahead when you buy your Ford from Chastang Ford. You're gonna be ahead when you d- get the great deal that they're gonna give you. I don't know other Ford dealerships in the city of Houston. I know the number one commercial dealership uh, for Ford in the city of Houston is Chastang Ford, and that just tells you something. It tells you the businesses, businesses that are, that's all they care about. They care about the bottom line. They want the, the the vehicle. They want to customize exactly how they want it because and and oh by the way, they know all of these businesses. They're fantastic at it, and they they're they're fantastic at getting at you exactly what you need for your business, and then the service. So those are the three things that they, that that. Uh, commercial businesses need and you know they provide all of them best in the city of houston because that's where everybody goes all the businesses go well that's where you should go too because you want all those things too you want the best prices you can get you want the best service you can get you want to customize exactly how you want it not how the dealership wants it that's exactly what's happening in the chesting ford every single day and you will benefit from it join the chesting family i'm in I bought a couple of vehicles from them, and I will continue to do so. If you're looking for that Ford car or truck, there's one place to go. Chesting Ford, ChestingFord.com on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead. Five minutes from downtown Chesting Ford. ESPN 97.5. John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Well, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. So, Rockets lost last night. Man, there were some calls in that game. Did you see Clay Thompson jump in the air on a fake? I think Alpie came flying by. He fall, goes back down and then shoots. I mean, he was. it's clearly an up and down. Do you think the foot left? Oh, and ap- the toe left. You want to see? Yeah, show it to me again. Oh, my God. Because I know this. Both feet were this high on the ground. I am not an anti-referee guy. That's not my shtick like other people's shtick. But I will say this. This was some of the most piss-poor officiating I've seen in these three games. Alperin Shingun was beaten about the head, breast, neck, and chest area against the uh, Clippers. And it was. Watch this. Let's see it again. 
Let's see it again. As I watched live on. Oh, my God. He's this far off the ground. Wow, did they miss that. He's about six inches off the ground. Holy and, and With both feet. And, it was and, bad. It was, it was, it was, the officiating has been bad on this trip. On the West Coast swing, the Rockets really took the worst of it. On several, they just, a lot of play-ons that the Rockets had to fade where the other way, it was kind of some ticky-tack fouls that they didn't let the Rockets play mm. on. So, is what it, it is what it is. A little disappointing. So, they lose. They weren't going to beat. I mean, you're just not going to, even though Alpi, I was hoping to catch Alpi, I was hoping for a one and two, though. 13 and 20, 13 to 23 with 13 rebounds, five assists. He did have another three turnovers, but 30 points for Alpi. He was, he, he played really, really well, but Steph is just, he was, he, he got it back. Eight of 14, five and nine from three, 32 points, 11 and 12 from the free throw line. Uh, Chris Paul had 12 assists. He's a pain in the in the, 12 assists, one turnover for Chris Paul. Yeah, he's going to be really good How's for that? what they do. How's that? Is that any good? And uh, Clay got it back. He just loves to play the Rockets. So, and but you know when he jumps up and down, a, a very nice job, uh, Rockets. How about this though? The minutes for Jalen Jalen Green did not see the floor in the fourth quarter. He he had a really bad end of the first half, and then. And then I I don't know maybe it was his defense or whatever the reason was but well here's the reason I think we don't know this is this sounds like coach speak to us here is Eme talking about why Jalen didn't play in the fourth quarter what led to the decision to hold Jalen out of the whole fourth quarter the group that was in was playing better and that had a good spark there um, obviously scored thirty five in that quarter and just like the energy. They did. They out. They outscored them, thirty-five to twenty-nine. Isn't that what we want, though? Don't we want managers in baseball and yeah. coaches and football about to ride a hot hand? Yeah. I mean, and the energy. Yeah, an and, entire and is this what we want? Lot, that you don't. It's a meritocracy. Mm. Don't we want that? How about that? Jabari played center in the fourth quarter, and I think that's what you're going to start seeing some of because you don't really have any choice. Uh, but you can match up with them small. Like that's a special mat. That's a team you can match up like that with. Uh, I don't think you. I actually don't think you'll see it a ton. But if Jabari ever put on fifteen pounds of muscle, I do think you would potentially see them use him as a matchup piece. But he's. I'm still waiting for him to really fill out his frame. I really thought he was going to fill out a lot more already, but um, I think it's still to come. But we'll see. If he's we'll got to play center, he's going to have to. Yeah, I mean, he's got to – well, he's not going to be a full-time center. But no, but – To slide over and, and play a full-time, you know, role of four, I think he's going to have to – he just, from a rebounding standpoint, he needs to get thicker and stronger uh, so he can battle with guys inside. Just in general, that needs to happen. Van Vliet did not have a good night shooting the ball. 14 assists, no turnovers. Pretty good. It's incredible. I look That's at the assist to turnover numbers for the Rockets – they are so much better this year than last year. Every st- every statistical category across the board, the Rockets are substantially better than last year. Like every defense, forget about it. But even taking care of the basketball, they're averaging three less turnovers per game right now, a three point six less turnovers per game this year than last year. Think about how many, you know, that's that's three and a half extra possessions you're getting. Yeah, yeah. And I shouldn't, you know, defensive points allowed. Getting, defensive yeah. points allowed. They're allowing. I think it's over 11 fewer points per game. Yeah. 
Hey, uh, let's get some calls in here because uh, right, let's we go. got people on, on waiting. But take the day off of work and play a fun round of golf with us with, with us on uh, December 13th. It's the ESPN 97.5 and 92 Occasional Invitational Benefiting Kids Meals. Uh, we're going to be uh, December 13th, Wednesday, 10.30 a.m., Wildcat Golf Club. Each golfer is going to get beverages from St. Arnold Brewery Company, um, Brewing Company, uh, lunch with Papa Charlie's Barbecue, which is really good, dinner with Valencia's Tex-Mex Garage, which is really good, 18 holes of golf, quick award ceremony uh, immediately after the tournament. Register now, ESPN975.com. You've got an early bird special where you're going to save a bunch and, you, and especially if you've got to force him, you're going to save over $100 on this deal, but you've got to do it by Sunday, okay? If you've got to force him and you want to get him in, do it now so that you guys, uh, you'll save 100 bucks on your foursome. Let's go. Uh, Derek, let's get him in here. Hey, Derek, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Um, hey, I just got a, a quick question. I, I have some uh, Cardinals uh, friends, like fan friends or whatever, um, wow. and, uh, they keep, they, yeah, uh, but they, they keep telling me, or they, we were talking about this and they saying that, uh, well, uh, they were saying that, uh, the refs missed that, that call at the end where they, I guess it was a neutral zone infraction, um, for the Texans at the end of the game. I think, I don't remember if it was like third or fourth down or whatever. And I just wanted to, uh, get your, uh, thoughts or opinions. Um, was, was that a, uh, was that a penalty or, or no, I'm not really sure as hang up and, and listen to what y'all say. Well, Thank y'all. Well, uh, how about, I don't really care. The game's over law. You lost Cardinal. Fan. You're the only person I know that has Cardinal fan friends. My dad Kutcher, I don't even have them. No, he, he, <laughs> does, he doesn't even know any and he coached there. I mean, none of those guys are still coaching there. Uh, you can tell your buddies. I might be that I no one ca- like like no one cares. Was there was it was a neutral? Yeah, it was probably a neutral zone. Yeah, fraction. we tell them. So yeah. what? Like so holding. What? Okay, like, sorry. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. So you okay? So you know what? Then you guys won. We tried to you give guys, you the Cardinals. You we won. Literally, card. All you got to do, Derek, is just tell them. But this is what you're talking about. We literally gave you like we took points off the board ourselves. Gave you every we had opportunity. Five opportunities. The score turned into zero. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, stop. Yeah. So and that's what you're. Oh, there's a neutral zone infraction. <laughs> we gave you five chances where we had free points that we didn't take. It's unbelievable. T- tell your friends. Tell your friends to really. You need a new team. If neutral zone infraction. Is is keeping you up? Well, yeah. You guys were complaining about a travel earlier, so it wasn't a travel. Fans complain. It it's just it'll call a travel. It's a travel. They go. That's a travel. Right. That's the, that's the actual official yeah. ruling. Um. So fans complain. How it is? Stop. Stop bitching. Yeah. That's all. You wow. Lost. You just well, tried that, to flip the script that, on us. Listen. Yeah. Listen. It's way more egregious oh, if you okay. if you have Basketball. up and down. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Basketball. And, yes. And, with and all he those, made the shot. With all those plays that result in a win or loss in basketball. Yeah. Much that. more egregious. No, Neutral most. zone doesn't mean you're going to make a play. And if I'm a Cardinal That's fan, which shooter. I'm not, thank God, I would say, hey, what about the time that ball bounced off that guy's back and it, they ruled it against us? Another thing that didn't oh, go our, yeah, that our way. That one was a bad one. That was terrible. That CD, Gene Steratorce was like, I don't know, guys. It looks pretty obvious to me. What about I'm that like, safety? What about that safety, guys? Well, well, Miami's had two of those. The two of them. Yeah, so it happens. The referees in all sports across all divisions stink. Yeah, you just yeah, have to this, deal with it. This is true. 
This is true. What about that woman that threw the flag on the on the No. Taunt? I mean, that was a taunt. You can't go over the guy and you don't bark know at said. him. You don't know what he said. I probably wasn't kind. It probably wasn't, hey, are you having mashed potatoes for Thanksgiving? He probably didn't say you that. You don't know. You don't know what he said. It's unlikely. The probability. Sweet potatoes. You don't know. Well, I'm a yams guy, that definitely. Yeah. I, already, I already went on last night and, go, and went and got them. You did? Yams, you mac and cheese. Yams. Yeah. That's not bad. That's yams nice. can wait. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you yeah. put some sugar, you brown, sugar, brown sugar. Brown sugar, butter, all that stuff. All of it? Yeah, cut them up. Yeah, we're good. Oh, it's so good. Oh, you're going to fatten it up, aren't you? Nah, well, what else do you do on Thanksgiving? <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, let's get Julian in here. Hey, Julian. Oh, I love that stuff. Morning, gentlemen. Hey, so T. Huff, Bonga, he got his ACF torn by Rashad White. It, so which one's worse? When Rod Woodson got shook by Barry Sanders and tore his ACL? Or Hufanga, who got folded up like a lawn chair and he tore his ACL against Rashad White? Yeah, if you missed it, uh, all pro, potential all-pro Hufanga lost for the year for the 49ers. Open field, trying to make a play. Rashad White made him buckle his ankle, buckle, and the knee oh, just went. I think went. I saw that. Yeah, play. you did. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, a big. That's a big loss for him. He is a, an incredibly active safety. You know, he had injury. He had medical concerns coming out, which is I loved how he played, but I was told that the medicals are going to be a little dicey on him. So, and I want to say that knee was one of them. Like I think he had knee issues previously, but. Yeah, that's a, that was a that was a bad one for him. It's a bad loss for them because that's that's one of those guys that you really need to you, you really need to kind of they've got special guy like Mafanga's one of those multipliers, force multipliers. So is a uh, um, Warner, Fred Warner, with the way that he can cover and his speed. And then you have Nick Bosa. So j- just those three guys alone are very unique on all three levels uh, for the Forty ers It kind of makes them special. Did you see Joey Bosa is? A, Joey Bosa is hurt all the time. Yeah. He's hurt all the time. And They're, Bosa was that, out. That, that organization's a mess. They're a mess. That, the, the, there is no way Staley uh, lasts through this, is there? Uh, he's, he's, Staley's, uh, Staley's done after this year, right? Uh, I, I don't think he makes it this season. No. Now, while explicitly yes, or Sunday's game wasn't Herbert's fault, and there's blame to go around in every game. Okay, John, let me explain what's about to happen. I'm going to – let so me John, ask a question. this is what's going to happen for Dell. He won't let me ask a question. Dell's got this little Tua thing. So no, I, actually, fans, I don't. I'm pretty, Twitter has I'm pretty good Tua with my quarterback. Oh. So this is about no, to be this anti- is my question about Justin Herbert. He won't – It's about to be racist. Racist? racist. Go ahead, Del. Racist, my point is, if you are an elite quarterback, and you don't even think he's elite, no. do you get two coaches fired within your first four seasons if you're an elite quarterback? <laughs> it can happen. You're not supposed to. That's you're not, not supposed, supposed to happen, to. right? To. It's not ideal. No. No, That's but right usually now, the sign that the organization is going to... Now, if the, now if, the, de- the secondary right now is getting them fired. Some of the defensive stuff is. Yeah, they're what, bad. What he can't do is he can't overcome issues. Like the truly great quarterbacks can overcome like CJ. defensive issues and, and output. Yeah, frankly, yeah. frankly, CJ has done that twice already. Yeah. Gotten wins when the defense lets you down. And that's not really uh although he has done it before. Um, but Sunshine's just not playing. Sunshine, like he's just not that. He's guy. not Sunshine. That's You're not Trevor that guy, Lawrence. buddy. Trevor Lawrence is Sunshine. Trevor Lawrence, Trevor this Lawrence. really is to me more Sunshine than Trevor Lawrence because no. Trevor Lawrence looks like uh, uh, Marilyn Manson's son. What? 
You no, mean the dude? He does look a lot like Sunshine. So you remember when like we were when Manchester we were kids, the quarterback, you know, shouldered everything, the blame or, or the credit. He he got it on now with film watchers. They decide, well, the quarterback played well, but the team didn't win. Uh, this is the perfect age for Justin Herbert because film watchers will go, look how great he is. Yeah, I know the team's losing all the time, and sometimes he's part of the problem, but he's all he's really, really great, except Anthony Lynn's Got the sh- got shown the door, and now Brandon Staley will too. Mm-hmm. He's going to be on his third coach in five seasons, but he's elite, gentlemen. Elite. <laughs> we got to break it. We got we got to talk. <laughs> you see, do you see what happened? See. I know he that wasn't racist happened? though. See, okay. That's where it lives. It, it, it wasn't racist. I can't wait till, till Herbert is named to the Pro Bowl and to his not. I can't wait. Uh, I don't think that's going to okay. happen. I don't either. Right now, though, we got to talk about tequila. I'll talk about Maestro Bell, uh, the league leader. They're actually leading the league in delicious flavors and flavor profiles. And why wouldn't they be? 11 generations are the ones who have put this together over time, and now the, consist- it, the consistency is, is outstanding. The, the process, they've got fine-tuned. And there's a different process for every tequila. The Reposado has a different, <clears throat> a different process than the Añejo. It has a different process than the Cristalino, which is three different tequilas that are charcoal-filtered and uh, blended charcoal-filtered. And aged. So there's different processes which create the different flavor profiles. And with Maestro Bell, you want a tequila that is uh, functional in a variety of ways, multifaceted. And that's, that's what you have when you choose from, from uh, Maestro Bell. You've got the bottles. I was in, I was, I was at Total Wine the other day and they had these, the great big bottles of the silver, Maestro Bell silver. That's when you're making your margaritas. You want that big old bottle of the silver. But also right next to it, they had the Añejo, which I think is one of the best sipping tequilas that you can have. That's that's my style of tequila that I really like, how smooth and creamy it is. It's really unlike anything I had ever tasted before with a sipping tequila. Make sure that you figure out what your favorite blend is. And I don't care if you've got other tequilas. Put this one on the uh, shelf along with it and see how it rates. It's Maestro Do Bell. Wherever fine liquors are sold, it's Maestro Do Bell. ESPN 97.5 on YouTube. Dog Show. God loves a terrier. When I wake up in the morning, love. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance and the same five guys who always call. Oh, yay. Well, speaking of which. That's perfect. Gilbert's here. Should we bring him in? Did Gilbert call yesterday? Yes, but you didn't get to him. Mm, all right, gentlemen, how are you doing today? All right. Oh, we're good. What's we're up, good. Gilbert? wonder what he's going to talk about. Yeah, I'm awake anyway. I got sad news to tell you. What? I'm not going to make it to the Christmas party. What's a, what? How do you know that so far in advance? I just know I went to the ear doctor. I got I, I, I need someone to get me out of the car, and I'm uh, on a on a on a walker anyway. You know, so I I don't think I can stand sit down for four hours. Wait. At, 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 at the Christmas party, anyway. You said ear doctor? Will be held so, at, anyway. An ear doctor, right? You can't you sit said? down for four hours? Well, it's going to end up being a a, a, a balance thing for Okay. Him. But he can sit down. It'll be outdoors or indoors, the Christmas party. Well, we're not sure currently. No, because if it's really cold, we'll go to Nick's place and be inside. 
Inside? Well, we Possibly. don't know yet. It depends. It depends if it's on really the cold outside. Do you have the weather right now for the 23rd? Yeah. What does it? it look like for Christmas, Gilbert? I don't know. Can you ask, ask Alexa? Ask Alexa real quick. No, I can't ask Alexa. Hey, Alexa, I want to ask you a question. Where did uh, Dallas uh, Cowboys, uh, former player, not on NFL one know. What's the name again? Michael Irvin? No, the other one. Emmett Smith? Emmett Smith, yeah, yeah. Emmett Smith? What, what happened to him, Lance? What happened? What's the question? Why what? is he not on NFL Network? You want to know why he's not? On, he was never on NFL Network. I think he was on ESPN. I don't work for ESPN. Oh no, no, Eric Smith. We're down on him anyway. Eric Smith. Oh, Eric Smith retired. <laughs> Who's Eric Smith? Who's Eric? Eric Smith. Emmett Smith. You mean? I think he's a ball-headed mean- guy. You work for ESPN. We'll be a former. Cowboy player, anyway. Yeah, but Lance yeah, doesn't work for ESPN. Him, he, talk, he speaks for QC Kinetics. Yeah. What's the name again? And, Emmett, Emmett Smith. And he uh, colors his beard, too. Yeah, he does a commercial for that, too. Yeah. 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 He doesn't Yeah, he doesn't work for them anymore. And he's on a commercial for, uh, what's the one where he's on the, he and, the, and Jerry Rice are all the older players who are talking about getting back to oh, football? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, uh, I that's know. A, some kind of. Isn't it a chip? I know the commercial. I don't know the... Isn't it a potato chip? Yeah, how about we don't know the product? Well done. That's bad. If you don't know the product, it's bad. I think it's Lay's. Um, Anyway, yeah, Gilbert. So you're not going to be able to make the Christmas party, huh? It depends on the weather anyway. He's going to pick me up anyway. That's for one day. Wait, wait, wait. Well, why does it depend on the weather? Because it might affect his balance. Well, what do you need it to be... Well, you can't... Is there a certain type of weather you need? What's the temperature you need it to yeah, be? Yeah, what's what's the weather look like? It need what does it need to be? I don't have a liquid on no no anyway, you know. He doesn't know. Hmm. Well it depends on the weather, but he doesn't know what he needs. Okay. Yeah, I, okay, I can't, you, can I yeah, can I ask you a question? Sure. <laughs> this is your Can you when you come back to the Crooked Park, come to my house? You can put you together. That's possible. Why can't we take a picture out at the Christmas party? Because he can't show up. Mm-hmm. He It'd be not... too cold for me to go to walk anyway. You know. Well, no, no, no. You said you're going to come if it's warmer. Yeah. Are you going to pick me up a lot? No, you I can't pick, pick you. Up. Gilbert, I have to be there at five thirty in the morning. I can't pick you up. Ah, it seems early on. Yeah, five thirty seems early. Well, that's what time I get there. <laughs> Okay, you guys don't get there. I have to be there too early, Gilbert. I can't pick you I'm up. I'm the one setting up the sound. What do you I, mean? I know. You're going to get there I've earlier than me check, still? Check. <laughs> okay. Check. Okay. Yes. Let's all go pick me up here at the call station, okay? Mm. All right. So you want someone to pick you up. Do you have any? What if it's someone Abigail. you don't know? No. He wants no, Abigail. He doesn't know who she is. No, we're well, not he doing wants that Abigail, Abigail to pick him up. We're not no. doing that. No. We're not doing it, but that's what he wants. But he, he just doesn't know it yet. Okay. Or he wants <laughs> Melissa from... The the, the now, Spanish station right down the hall. So he wants do, her. Do you want Andrew up. to come pick you up? No. You pick me up. Who? Andrew. Yeah, we get that. We'll get that done. We just we just send Andrew. Andrew. Who's Andrew? He uh, he's, he's about to be somebody who's really pissed off. Well, he's off this week. He doesn't care. He won't hear this. Uh, he is the producer for for uh, Connor and Beard. Do you want him to pick you up? Yeah, I want him to pick me up. All right, we'll send Andrew. Okay, Andrew, you've got, you got something to do when you get back. <laughs> All right, Andrew. All right. All right, All right we got thanks, that Gilbert. Set. Okay.
Hi, Gilbert. We'll talk. Talk, okay, to well, talk to you later, bro. Get that done. Well, so you don't think our intern Abigail or Melissa, well, who is the, uh, no, the we're not Spanish, sending the her cute down girl there. on the Spanish-speaking and, station, and Abigail, you don't think he wants them? He to might, pick up? but Abigail will, in, by that point won't even be an intern anymore. She'll be like a, a part-time producer. Oh yeah, she, she's trying. She's to training to do that. Stuff. Well, oh, she yeah. did uh, Connor and no, she did uh, the Killer Bees last week for an did, hour. Did she really? Did she really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Be- because uh, they had some issues, someone had to leave, so Joe had to step in and be. The host, so she did the killer bees. So I, you know Abigail, what? Moving you know up that there. she was. Do you know? I almost don't want to tell John this. Do you know she was homeschooled all through high school. Really, and I, don't know, I just feel like you'd say something. I want, what, what is, mean? What is that? Say okay, but if I said that somebody was a kindergarten teacher, oh, that's different. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> he thinks kindergarten teachers are the biggest freaks on the planet. Well, first grade, second grade too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know about that, but. The, no. <laughs> the people who teach at that level yeah. love like the new bag is be influencers. They all have YouTube channels or TikToks or well, Instagram. As soon as they get out away from them little kids. Well, wait, man, wait, wait. They want to get their freak like, on. what the teachers do. Yeah, the new thing is it's not even that new anymore. Like it, it, influencer teachers, where they have like they'll have they'll have a YouTube page with like hundred thousand subscribers, and they'll oh look at me setting up my classroom for the day and teacher outfit of the day. That's a thing. Yes, the mm. people that is. People subscribe and, 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 to that? Yes. I, and people get their perv onto this? I don't know if it's perv. No, it's not even perv. It's like Th- women or other teachers. They, and they're probably John, some- everything's not about getting your perv Well, <laughs> Oh, really? You ever seen Twitch? Well, no, that's I, Twitch. I, yes, there is that, yeah. too. But there's other things, like just like the unboxing. just like. But there's like it's amazing how many people, how many little schisms there are. Oh, I want to subscribe. I love watching this this uh, this oh, teacher like talk about teacher set what? up their class. I it's this is what's so crazy. Mm. And they have yes. like, daily vlogs about week in week in the life of a teacher. Mm. <laughs> and people like and you look at the account, one hundred fifty thousand subscribers. That's where the coin has spoken came from. <laughs> no, no, that was well, yeah, no, that, yeah. that was where, kids, those, yeah. where the coin boys came out. The where coin in, has I, spoken. When the kids were in school and said, they came back and said, I live by the coin and die by the coin. All their decisions were made by a flip of the coin and a teacher. <laughs> and a subreddit said, the kid told her, when you hear this and you don't know where it comes from, it's coin boys. Hmm. And they and the kid told her, heads, I do my homework, tails, I don't. <laughs> and she said, thankfully, it came up tails. Just stealing Two-Face's bit. That's all that is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I didn't even think about yeah. that until you had said that. But still... I still like coin boys. I'm still consider myself a coin boy. I just haven't made decisions with the coin enough lately, uh, but I definitely want to do that. All right, when we come back, uh, we got one more game without Denzel Perriman. Now I'm not. I'm not listen, they played. They played better. And, and there's a new Denzel Perryman on the block. When we come back, we'll tell you who the new Denzel Perryman is well, in the NFL league circles. Uh, He's yeah, actually the yes. origi- originator. Yes. And you know him. Uh, when we come back, we'll do that. Uh, right here on ESPN 97.5. And I don't know if we can have Petrie and Perriman on the field at the same time. Missing tackles and bad coverage. It makes me sad that you're so down on Petrie. Petrie's been bad, bro. It makes Petrie, me Petrie sad. has not been Just good because this year. you and your pro football focus grade don't like him. <laughs> no, it's my human eyes that see him miss all these tackles. That's what my human eyes are showing me. You know what else my human eyes are showing me is that 
when you when you need payroll, HRMP is here for you. It's it's shown me this several times. I love I love what HRMP does for us. Ask you can ask give, give a call up here and talk to Laura about HRMP and what HRMP does for us and how great it is for us. We had another payroll company that was just terrible. I mean, we went from twenty five to seventy five employees, and they were like, "No, you don't get." Wait a minute, what? If you have 75 employees, three times the number of employees, you're going to charge us the same? No, no, got it. we need a new one. And we found HRP. And what they do is they customize plans perfect for your business. And they will show you how they can save you money. If you're with a payroll company now, uh, there's a good chance that, that that admin company that you're with is giving you the runaround, giving you the business with your benefits packages. HRMP doesn't do that. They give you choices on your benefits packages. So if you're looking for the best way to go about this thing, as far as taxes go, as far as payroll goes, as far as HR goes, go see our friends. Get, just let them come and give you a customized plan for your business. 281-880-6525 or hrp.net. ESPN 975.com. Iocane powder. All you... Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. All right, welcome back. 746 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You know, quietly, Blake Blake Cashman is putting together a, a maybe even a Pro Bowl kind of year. I, you know, it's it's uh, it's hard to believe because he's kind of a little I'm bit of going a cast all off. Pro, but Pro Bowl, it's it's not outrageous. It's not. Blake Cashman is having a productive year. He's producing tackles. Uh, as a matter of fact, D'Amico, I know, talked about him yesterday. He is he's such a he's such an active. So he's a really good athlete. Was a great tester, but his activity level is just so good, and he's been so consistently around the ball. Like he's not making as many mistakes as we've seen Texans linebackers making a pass. Yep. Here, I mean, he just seems to be, and and he's a sure tackler. He's good in coverage. When he early in the season, he was on. Oh, he was uh, against. I think it was against the Colts. I'm like, why is a linebacker on this on this uh, wide receiver? And it was Cashman, and he was running with him. I was like, what the hell? He this dude can cover. Um, here here's uh, D'Amico talking about Blake Cashman yesterday. Blake did a really good job for us. Uh, throughout the whole season, Blake has shown up and made plays for us. Uh, yesterday, the thing that stood out for me with Blake was him stepping in at the Mike linebacker spot, which is a position he hasn't played all year. But for him to step in and handle the communication right really well, I think that just speaks to Blake and his growth and you know how important he is to our team. Right? Being able to play multiple spots, it's really important for us and Blake stood up, made a lot of plays for us yesterday. He's done that all year. So very encouraged with Blake's growth throughout the year. You know, it hasn't been perfect at the linebacker spot. And there's still, you know, I still think there's there's uh, room for improvement potentially on the roster there. Uh, I think Denzel will be a, a one and done. And, and you may look at linebacker this year coming up in the draft, maybe a starter. And 200 is, to me, going to be a, a good backup. Um, I, I on a on a good on a really good team, I think that's what you would like to have. Maybe D'Amico and the team will see it differently, but I don't think it can be understated that the linebacker play has been so much better than when it was Kirksey and just whatever fill in the blank linebackers you had that didn't hit the run fits, weren't were making tackles down the field. Like these are guys who are more downhill, 
They're in their run fits a lot better. It's not perfect. There are some mistakes from time to time with the run defense, but the linebacker play in general has been so much better than it was really over the last three years. Kirksey is the embodiment, the personification of the Nick Casario. I'm just filling in, you know, I'm just filling in roster spots. Yeah, but Cashman has not been. No, no, no. But they, He's I think one they, of those they guys. realized that about Kirksey and they and they moved on. So Kirksey now, was a guy that they that Nick loves. What I was told is Nick loves Nick loves Kirksey, the personality, the mindset, the you know, he's a pro and all that stuff. But at some point you've got to be a better a, a better football, football player. player. I mean, he's been around for a while and you needed an upgrade in talent. And I give Nick it's one of the reasons I give him credit. Guys like Blake Cashman. Yeah. Give him a lot of credit for bringing him in. He's well outplayed his expectations. Steven Nelson has been terrific. Tavir Thomas has been terrific. Yeah. I mean, they've really you know, Nick has made some very subtle moves over the last few years that I don't know that, you know, I think he's been average at drafting, but a big part of it, Rick Smith, where Rick excelled at times, and, and Brian Gardner and Brian Gain, who were the two pro personnel coordinators during Rick's tenure, they were good at finding guys off the street that outplayed outplayed their their uh, perceived value. And I think that's a that's a real key on a roster to find those guys. Kenny Moore has become a pro bowler in Indianapolis because they because Ballard found him off the street. That's how I mean, honestly, those success stories happen frequently. Yeah. Jalen Warren in Pittsburgh. Now Pittsburgh's not exact they just fired Matt Canada, by the way. So Pittsburgh, after being outgained on in all ten games this year, fired their offense coordinator. It's yeah. the it's not breaking news, Sounder. It That's is not breaking it is. news. You just announced that. A it's NFL not the qu- Sounder, though. That is the Sounder. That is the Sounder. Well, this isn't breaking news. <laughs> and so this is the first time they've replaced a head coach or coordinator since 1941. The Steelers don't do this. What, what, what guys just leave on their own? This is how bad it's been. They wait till the end of the year. Oh, in, in the oh, year. Okay. In season. In season. In season. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, <clears throat> speaking of linebackers. You know, Christian Harris has been playing better too. Yeah, we've been talking about how he can cover in the flat. If you're going to catch a ball in the flat, you're going to you you better hope Christian Harris ain't around because Christian Harris is going to light you up. Here is D'Amico talking about Christian Harris and how uh, he's he's better than he was. I was excited for Christian. He's made uh, made some big time plays there, uh, batting the ball down and a couple pressures there with him blitzing. Big time stops for us. So I'm excited for Christian and his growth and what he's doing. Christian's a really good player, and he has a lot to improve on, a lot to grow. And he's dialed in, and he's dedicated to growing. So a really coachable guy. Really love his spirit, love the way he fights, love the way he gets after it on Sundays. So just excited for Christian and what he can continue to become. As a- so I, I like D'Amico's answers. I kind of pay attention to this stuff relative to what Gary used to say. Gary was always guarded. Bill O'Brien was, uh, he was typically pretty honest, but always, you know, Bill came from that school of, hey, let's tamp down all the, you know, I don't want to get guys too pumped up. Let's just, you know, I am not going to ever say good things about rookies. We'll always direct from rookies and we'll direct it to a veteran player or an entire group. CJ does, I mean, uh, D'Amico doesn't play by this, this coach's playbook that he thinks he needs to play by. You ask him a question, and he'll tell you. He'll tell you what he thinks. Now he's going to be protective of his players. He's yeah. not going to. He's not going to rat on. I mean, he's not going to, you know, bag on him. But he's pretty good at 
it doesn't matter if he thinks a guy like he wants to build his guys up. He wants his guys to to be loved up some. And I think uh, I think he does a really good job of you know Christian Harris has played better lately, and I think Christian Harris last year and at times this year his instincts aren't very good. I think. I think that's on a coaching staff to put him where he's best, which is run and chase and not have to make a bunch of reads, you know, reads near the line of scrimmage and, and, and get to his run fits. Of course, that's part of football, but I think Christian Harris is being used much more appropriately now for what he, for what his strengths and weaknesses are. And that gets to the coaching that gets to Matt Burke and D'Amico Ryans have done a good job with that. You know, it's funny that you say that because D'Amico did address, you know, the MVP chance were out there for CJ, and we we saw it. We heard him after the game saying, "You know, hey, I was good. You know what? I, I played a good game. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm going to keep on shooting. I, you know, I, I. What makes me great is it was like, whoa, whoa, dude. I mean, but you know what? He has that attitude. Actually, D'Amico did address. He's got C, He's got Steph Curry's attitude, but he also said it doesn't bother him about this awards hype for CJ. You know, the mention for a coach of the year, CJ getting the MVP mentions, it doesn't matter to us, honestly. Like, I really don't care. That's not what I seek out to be, or that's not what CJ as a player, we we don't seek out for the personal accolades. It's not what we work for, right? We work together as a team, right, to put ourselves in good position to play meaningful football, and that's where we are. And we just have to keep going out, getting better, Right, keep executing throughout throughout the end of the year. All right, continue to put together some wins. That's what's important to us. I I, I believe him. When I he believe says him. That. I believe him. I actually believe that. I don't think it matters. You and believe like in CJ? You believe that in CJ too? Well, I liked it. No, I think the individual stuff matters to CJ, but uh, I think it would to any of us. Yeah. I, how could it not? Especially but I like the kid. way that CJ. I like the way that D'Amico wrapped him up in the blanket of. We yeah. and he basically said, "Me and CJ, we just that." I think that is a really sly way of making sure that you keep almost a father figure like thing. If you're just saying, "No, no, no, we're this way," so in a way, you're getting a message to CJ too. No, we're about we're yeah. about team first. The 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 team is the first thing, and the individual is the second thing. I think that's a way of D'Amico Ryan's basically telling the public what his met what his pub what his private message is which is it's always team over individual which honestly we don't see it in society much anymore we don't see it as a country much anymore where the team the greater the the the, the sum of i mean the uh, you know the greater good of the of the collective you don't see that but the great teams that's what they are and D'Amico Ryan's is trying to build a great team and so he's making it about team of course everyone knows CJ Stroud has all the, and you want to guard against it as long as you can because at some point, you know, it may be hard to keep CJ as focused on the team, team, team stuff. But maybe he has it in him. Maybe he has it in him. And you know, I'm gonna say something. And this is not against Quincy Avery by any stretch of the imagination. I know Quincy, and I get along great with Quincy. I think it's a good thing though. I think CJ got out of a bubble. CJ was in the Deshaun bubble. Quincy Avery, David Mulgetta, Brian Bernie, that whole crew. And that's who he knew. That's that's the agency. That's kind of what they do. He went his before the draft and went and worked with 3D, which is uh, John Beck and I think Tom House. And they've got a lot of veteran quarterbacks over there. Bryce Young trained over there for the combine. And I think he got out of his comfort zone and bubble and went and worked with somebody that he didn't know. And 
and got to see a different way. Like, I'm a big believer. Dennis Lindsay once told me the best thing to happen to him was getting out of the Rockets and going to the San Antonio Spurs. And not because he, just because he saw a different way. He got to see the Rudy way, the Jeff Van Gundy way, Daryl Morey. Then you had Pop. He said, I got so much. I got to see so many different ways of doing it. And it didn't, one's not better than the other. You just got to have that influence. Well, now CJ Stroud got out of, you know, his, his little, his little sphere of influence and he got to see a different way and he got to see, the John Beckway, and he got to hang out with different other other different quarterbacks and some veterans. Now he's he's asking Tom Brady the question: Do we did we play? We played it on the air, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's asking Tom Brady a question on the Jim Jim uh, Gray Tom Brady podcast that I thought was great about how do you do it when you have these distractions? And Tom gave him this incredible answer. I think somewhere along the line over the last two years. There has been a maturation process because he got outside of the bubble he was in, saw life a little different way. Uh, it, it's just he got to see different perspectives. And I'm hopeful that talking to guys like Tom Brady and having Tom Brady praise him, that he's going to be able to keep that same main thing, the main thing focus. Because Deshaun lost it. The main thing was no longer the main thing for Deshaun. He lost that at some point. If it stays that way with CJ That's a- and he sees himself as – a chance to be an all-time great, man, that can drive, that can really change, the fundamentally change the course of who C.J. Stroud becomes. Well, there's so much to un- unravel there because D'Amico did address uh, guys being themselves, which makes to a good team, and he also addressed C.J.'s um, uh, Steph Curry-type attitude. But when we come back, you mentioned Tom Brady. Tom Brady had an interesting quote. See if you agree uh, with him. We'll play it on the other side. But first, you've got to talk about Texas Custom Patios. TCP Outdoors. It's what we're calling them now. It's Texas Custom Patios. But honestly, patios always felt like they don't. It's not really a very clear indicator of what they're building. TCP Outdoors is really what they are. They're TCP is Texas Custom Patios. But the outdoors is where I want you to focus because they're building swimming pools, Pool houses, room additions that really are, frankly, a lot of times uh, outdoor living spaces that can be enclosed or not enclosed. Most times they're open air, but every once in a while people want them enclosed or they want to have screens there and have them screened in. They can do all that for you. They can build uh, an outdoor living space with multiple televisions if that's what you're looking for. The sound systems are always great. That adds a uh, adds a, a big piece to the puzzle. And then uh, the outdoor kitchens with the with the best appliances, stone and, and natural uh, granite and, and countertops that are going to, you know, prep areas, flat tops, grills, uh, refrigerators, warmers. They have everything that you can imagine that they can build for you. It depends on the space you have available, but you tell them what you want, they'll build it. And the best thing is you don't even have to actually tell them what you want. Um, you can say, look, I'll just trust you guys. What, what, should I, what should I build? And they'll design it for you, and you're going to be blown away at not only the, proce- the process of it all, but the way that it comes out, the way that it looks, and the value it, it gives you. It's Texas Custom Patios. Go to tcpoutdoors.com. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. All systems go. Houston is all systems go. 